Okay, Principal Truth podcast listeners, we have a wonderful treat for you right now. I had an idea several years ago to do a podcast only because I heard one of my peers do a podcast. It was amazing. And I thought, this is the most professionally done thing, and there's no way I can do a podcast because of all of the work that goes into it. Just couldn't do it. And it certainly could not do the podcast to the level that his podcast was, is, was done and is continuing to be done today. And I'm talking about Will Parker, who was the state exec for the Oklahoma Secondary School Principals. He and I met, and I found out he did a podcast called Principal Matters. And it was fabulous. And he told me, he said, Vic, you could do one. I said, I don't know. And finally, I just bit the bullet and decided to do it. And, and he later let me know that he's one of our listeners, and it's been great. So join me in welcoming Will Parker to the Principal Truth Podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Vic Will. Wilson, it's so great to be with you. I do listen to your podcast, and I have to say, I'm going to give a shout out to the series you've been doing with your secondary and elementary principals from your previous conferences, because even though I have interviewed like 260 plus episodes, and we have like more than a million downloads, you are so good at group interviews. And so congrats, Vic, because you. you do some magic when you're with people. And uh, I hope you continue because I love listening to your podcast. Well, I think it's been well received. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to continue to pick your brain. Will, thank you for the kind words. Will, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, I grew up in Northwest Tennessee where my mom and dad still have a farm that's right beside my grandparents out in the middle of nowhere. Uh I had the privilege of going to school K-8 in the same rural district, Springville K-8 Junior High. And then when I was in high school, my dad re-enlisted in the Navy, Vic, and we ended up moving to New York and Virginia, which is probably where I started losing my Southern accent. And then I ended up in Oklahoma, uh, where I've spent the last 30 years as an educator, raising four children, I've been married for 30 years to Missy. I was a high school English teacher, an assistant principal at the high school level, a high school principal before I went to work for a state principal's association. And Principal Matters was my part-time um, work because I started writing books and doing the podcast and blogging, um, gosh, well, 10 years ago. And now I am uh, six years into the podcast. And this year, starting July 1, I decided Principal Matters was ready to go full-time. So I've been working with school leaders um, not just in Oklahoma, but across the U.S. Uh, so on an average month, I'll do 20 events, but most of them I'm actually doing virtually. And then I'll travel a couple of times a month to go see people in person. But it's been so rewarding to do principal coaching, uh, professional development. I have what I call a Grow Academy, which is a monthly series that I do with leaders just on principal practice. And then I have another series that I do called the Impact Mastermind which is where we meet regularly and just problem solve together. Will, you do a great job at everything you do. Every time I've seen you speak or anytime I've seen you doing coaching or training, it's just exceptional and it's well received. And you mentioned your book, one of my favorite books. You've written a couple, several actually, but uh, Paul's Breed Flourish uh, is one of my favorite books because it, it calls us to do those three things. Mm -hmm. 
to help us take care of ourselves so that we can take care of those under our care. Yeah. You know, when I wrote that book, Vic, it came from the experience that I had had as a young administrator when I almost left the profession because like everybody else, I wanted to be the best leader I could be. And I found myself working up early every morning, staying up later than, you know, when the kids and Missy would go to bed, I would stay up and work late into the evenings. I was staying for school events. You know what that works like. And it was the second year in that new work as a school administrator when Missy set me down one night and just said, Will, the kids and I have accepted that you are a husband and a dad on the weekends only. And the rest of the time, the school owns you. And you have become a shell of the man that you used to be. And that night, instead of working, I wrote a letter of resignation, took it to my office, put it on my desk, and I told myself, I'm either going to begin to reconsider what are the practices that I can be. So I want to be a good leader, but I also want to take care of my family, myself, my relationships, my spiritual growth, my own health. I'd gained a lot of weight. I was had high blood pressure. And so those practices became a new part of my leadership. And as I've worked with leaders over the years, after I became Oklahoma's state assistant principal of the year in 2012, I had the chance to start mentoring leaders. And they would often, you know, in the, in the follow-up conversations, that question would come up, how do you keep doing this over time? And how do you make sure you still take care of your family? So that's why I decided to write that book, Vic, because I was finally, I was like, man, I keep answering the same question over and over again. And so I, when I stepped back and asked, what were those things I started working on? I came up with those 10 areas that are in that book. And so it's been a, that book has been helpful for me because it forces me to keep reflecting like on where I want to keep growing too. So it's not just practice that I share with other leaders. It's something that every single year I sit down and reflect on too. So to make sure I'm still growing. You mentioned when you spoke earlier about a test you give yourself Mm -hmm. every morning. And one of the powerful aspects of what you're talking about is intentionality. Mm -hmm. One needs, one must be intentional. It doesn't just happen that you're going to pause or you're going to breathe or you're going to work. Yeah. You have to schedule time to do that. Yeah, you do. And take the time to be intentional mm-hmm. about taking care of yourself so that you can take care of the others. You do. And that self-reflective assessment is something I've done with leaders too. So here, I'll, if you're listening right now, you can just pause and I'm going to say four statements and I want you to score yourself for each statement on a scale from one to five. One is you spend little or no time doing this. And five is I spend a lot of time doing this. So, and then afterwards we'll add up your numbers. So statement one is I have been visible every day with every student, every teacher this week. Statement two is I have been making healthy choices in my nutrition exercise and taking care of myself physically. Statement three is I have been meditating, listening to, or reading helpful books or lessons. How are you doing as an ongoing grower and learner? And then statement four is I have been making time for those whom I love the most. Now, those four areas, if you had to give yourself whatever those numbers were in those four statements, add that up out of 20 and just ask yourself, what is that? Where, where, how am I doing? Because I want to be present for the people I'm serving, but I also want to keep growing myself and I want to take care of me and my family needs to know I love them. And those are just healthy practices, Vic, that each of us need to be thinking about at least once a week. Well, that's so powerful, and that is something that can help you help yourself mm-hmm. as you help others. Yeah. And I think that 
um, your words of wisdom are just so powerful, and it, it's it's something that we should be doing every day. Well, can I ask you a question, Vic? Because okay. I know your listeners are mostly Alabama listeners, although you've got an Oklahoma listener here because I listen to you regularly. But and I know that your your listeners know this, but I want to hear you talk about it because I'm curious. I can't help okay. but interview you in this moment. Talk to us about the opportunities that are going to exist for Alabama leaders to reflect and to grow because they have an opportunity that is unique to the state for mentoring and professional development. So go there for just a minute because this is we, a once in a lifetime opportunity well, for Alabama leaders. Thank you leaders. for bringing that up. Um, you know, we, we were able to get some legislation passed that would create mentoring for all first and second principals. That is so critical. That is so important that principals have someone with whom they can converse about the day-to-day aspects because they're the only one of them in the building. Yep. So we were able to get that done. That process will roll out. We're building the mentoring piece right now. Um, uh, some excellent educators uh, at the university level at Al- University of Alabama and Auburn University are helping us with that. I'm so excited about that. They're, they're building that out. We'll have some information coming out in January. But we also put in there some professional learning and on your PLP about student growth uh, or student achievement or both if you want to and school climate because school climate is akin to what you and I are talking about. Yes. If you know about your school climate, your school culture, you know that because you're taking care of yourself and you're taking care of those under your care. And we're going to continue to provide so many opportunities like you this morning. Your keynote this morning was about pause, breathe, flourish, mm-hmm. recharge, reflect, mm-hmm. making sure that you take time to be intentional about taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Right. If you burn out, if the leader burns out, heavens, it's mm-hmm. just, it, it, it is problematic at best what happens in schools and yeah. it's detrimental to the, to everyone else in yeah. the building. And, and the research from both NASSP and NAESP have showed what happens when leaders burn out and, and it's happening and you and I know this, Vic, because we've done this work now for 30 plus years, but it's happening at higher rates than it's ever happened before. And so if we don't step in and begin to, t- and begin to practice now the things that we know are necessary for us to first self-correct and self-reflect so that we can take care of the people around us, then, um, then we're never going to be able to take care of others. It, it's, it, seems, it seems selfish to talk about the importance of taking time for your own exercise or your own growth or your own nutrition or time with your family, but it's inherently good for others when you do, because you're being generous in the fact that you are, it's like a farmer. If a farmer takes the time to cultivate his soil and, and get his crops ready and, and, and cares for his animals, and but he's what he's doing is he's investing now for the harvest that's going to happen later. And it's the same thing with us. When we take time to invest in our own learning, our own growth, our own health, the time that recharge our batteries, spend time with our families, then we're going to show up invigorated and ready to do the work. And if you may be listening to this, like at a time in the year where you're like, well, this is not helping because I'm just, I'm so busy. I can't even think right now, but you're going to have a break at some point in, in that break. Give yourself permission to unplug from school and just enjoy it and recharge because your school deserves it. Well, those are powerful words. I cannot thank you enough for being on the Principal Truth Podcast. And I hope that those our listeners will go out there and find Principal Matters Podcast and follow Will Parker. Uh, you're going to get great insight. He interviews some excellent people across the spectrum. 
you can, as he said, how many, 200, more than 200 episodes? I've lost count, 260 plus. Two, yeah. Almost 300 episodes of the of Principal Matters podcast. So I encourage you to go out there and find those podcasts because we're going to learn from everybody we can learn from as we grow our leadership to help those under our care. Well, thank you, Vic. And if anybody is interested in the copy of Pause, Breathe, Flourish, and I didn't even mention this in this morning's meeting, there's a free study guide that comes with it. So if you decide you want to read that book and do it as a book study with teachers or with other admins, I've got friends across the U.S. that are studying it together. And that free uh, study guide gives you questions that you can use as a companion with every chapter to just unpack it with other people you trust. I've had principals tell me they've started this with teacher groups or um I don't know if this is good or bad, but I've had, I've had several call me and say, Will, I can't tell you the number of people that have cried in the conversations we've had together around this book because it's the first time they've had permission to just be real about their the, the work that we're doing together. That's great. That's great. I, I look forward to continuing our friendship and relationship and learning from you and with you anytime I can. Will. Thanks, brother. Thank you so much. All right. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Principal Truth Podcast. Thank you for all you do for those under your care. You are all rock stars in my book.